Okay, let's get to the other piece of breaking news on this Friday afternoon. Breaking this afternoon, the Ontario government announcing that the digital vaccine passport will be available starting today. Yes, that's right, today. Uh, That's several days ahead of schedule. Here's Global News Radio's Dave Woodard with more. Those born between January and April can download their QR codes from the Ministry of Health website today, while others will have to wait until tomorrow or Sunday to get theirs. Premier Doug Ford explains why. We cohorted the downloads to help ensure a smooth and seamless experience. He says everyone will be able to download one starting on Monday. Ensuring that everyone can be ready well before the new enhanced certificate takes effect on October 22nd. The Premier says businesses and organizations can also download the Verify Ontario app starting today, giving them time to try it out before the enhanced vaccine certificates take effect. He also mentioned the province will soon be releasing plans to exit step three of the reopening framework, but didn't give any details in his prepared remarks. Dave Woodard, Global News. Okay, let's welcome in tech expert Chris Abel. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. Chris, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on this Friday. Hey, no problem. Good to be here. Okay, so how does this work? Break it down for us. Where do we go? Where do we get this? Do we go to the App Store, Chris? Okay, so forget the paper receipts. Uh, those came out when there wasn't barcodes available, and that was just, you know, it's more important to vaccinate people. Uh, now we're at the point where it's digital, so there are two things that you need. The first thing, as you heard, is that you need the Verify Ontario app. You can download that for free from the app stores for either Android or for iPhone. You need that on your phone. Then the second thing is to go to the website, ontario.ca slash proof of vaccination. That's where you're going to be able to input your information, your health card information, and get your digital copy of the barcode that will represent your vaccination receipt. Then you use the app on your phone to scan that barcode. It loads it onto your phone. And then the next time that you're out using services, going to a restaurant, they ask for proof of vaccination. You display that barcode with that app. They just quickly scan and then you're through and on your way. Okay. I want to say you did a perfect job in breaking that down for us. But having oh, said you. that, I got like a little lot. I was actually trying to type it, uh, uh, type yeah. these instructions as you were talking about it, uh, Chris. Is it easier than it sounds? <laughs> It is. Okay. So it's, it's not as complicated as it could be. <laughs> I will give you that. The big twist, as you heard earlier, is that because they anticipate there's going to be a mad rush of people hitting that website, trying to get that information, they're trying to stagger the launch a little bit. So they are saying, yes, all of this is available today, but to try to slow down the mad rush to the website, they're dividing it up by birthdays. So today, if you have the app and you go to that website and you're born between January and April, they'll give you your QR code. And then tomorrow, they're asking people between May and August, that includes me, I can get my QR code. And then Sunday, it's going to be the remainder of the year. And then Monday, they're saying, okay, the mad rush will be over. Anybody can go up and get their information at that point. Okay, call me a skeptic. I don't think the mad rush is going to be over on Monday. I think people are going to be so busy doing whatever they do on the weekends that I'll get around to it and this whole birthday thing. Like, it's uh, was Saturday my day. Oh, no, it was Friday. I'll just, I think there's going to be a mad rush on Monday, don't you? I, I agree. I think that uh, patience will be required. Uh, you may not get it the first time that you're applying and then uh, not to be too concerned. Give it a couple more days when you go back, hopefully, all the bugs will be smoothed out at that point. But again, what you can do, those two things, is make sure you get the Verify Ontario app. You can download that right now. I've got it on my phone. 
You can do that for free. Uh, there's some quick steps that you go through that gets you to the point where it's ready to scan. And then the second thing is just to go to the website, Ontario.ca slash proof of vaccination. So you've got it in your web browser. You can go back to it again and again and just check to see, okay, you know, is this going to work? Can I go through? And it'll teach you what information that you're going to need. You're going to need to have your health card in order to add in information and prove your, who you are. Okay, can you explain the QR code part for all of us? Uh, because that'll be what, uh, you know, if you go to a restaurant, you go to a gym, wherever, they scan that. Now, it's just not that you show proof of vaccination on your phone any longer. It, it has to be scanned. Is that why we've got the QR code? That's correct. So this is a, a QR stands for quick response. It's the latest modern age version of a barcode. The old barcodes that we remember that's on a lot of retail packaging is just lines and that was enough just for a sequence of numbers. But a QR code, quick response, is called a matrix because it can hold a lot more information. It can hold an entire page of information. So when someone scans it, it's got all that information that you would normally see on that paper receipt that we got when we were first vaccinated. And that's what is making this easy. So that when somebody comes up and they have to look at your proof of vaccination, there's a lot of information there. It's contained within that little square, that little pattern there. And so when somebody pulls out a barcode scanner and they scan it, that's going to give them the information that they're looking for. Is this technology, the scanning technology, something that is readily available? Because I know there's a lot of uh, businesses, small businesses in particular, Chris, that are a little worried about this, whether or not uh, they're ready uh, for this to be implemented and to go. Uh, it's been fairly easy. I mean, you can see uh, the QR uh, barcodes are used at airports. They've been used at uh, movie theaters, used at a lot of places that use this in retail services. So it's something that should be easy for restaurants and services uh, to adopt and, and apply. I mean, we'll see what kind of support that the, uh, the Ontario government's going to offer with it. But uh, it is easy technology to use. It's been around now for a couple of decades. And I do note that this app says it will scan uh, barcodes from other provinces, that although this is the Ontario, Verify Ontario app, it is technology that's going to work with the uh, barcode systems from the other provinces in Canada, too. Okay, so that's good news. If you're traveling, let's say over the holidays, you got family in B.C., you're going uh, out west, that uh, this proof of vaccination will work out there. That's correct. You can't suddenly go, oh, my paper receipt's at home. <laughs> no, no, no. The digital version will work, and it doesn't mean that you're going to have to sit in a hotel lobby uh, trying to log into the Ontario vaccination website. No, no, no. This will work. It's on your phone. You're good. Okay. Does the QR code also, is it, uh, I don't know, kind of like your fingerprint uh, in a way? Is uh, your QR code yours and yours alone? Because there is uh, some concern, particularly early on with uh, the paper version here, here that uh, there might be some people that for whatever reason didn't want to get vaccinated, but still wanted to go in somewhere where you needed to be vaccinated, that they could easily uh, forge those uh, documents. Does this guard against that, Chris? Uh, yes. So this is something that there are people who do try to create forgeries, uh, who do try to manipulate or um, scam people. Uh, we've seen instances where people have come up with their own QR codes and they'll print them off and, and stick them on you know, lampposts and things like that. But in terms of the actual system of you taking this to a restaurant and somebody scanning, it's unlikely that the system is going to be tricked. Uh, it's, it's usually very good in terms of, of figuring out between forgeries and, and the actual QR codes. It's very detailed. Every QR code that's going to be generated for this system is personal to you. It is like a unique fingerprint because it's just got your information, 
your birthday, your uh, health information in terms of the vaccination, the fact you've been uh, uh, vaccinated, all that is specific to each person. There will be people, I bet, who will try to create their own forgeries. But what I've seen before in attempts like this is those people have been caught. Joined on the line by tech expert Chris Abel. We're talking about the Ontario government announcement just a couple of hours ago that the digital vaccine passport and the QR code is available starting today and throughout the weekend. You mentioned a second ago there, Chris, about your personal health information. I think that's the other concern. Uh, Forgeries, uh, fraudulent uh, vaccination certificates is one concern. The other is privacy. Do we know with this new system unveiled by the Ontario government today, is your privacy, is it insured? Is it protected or is that to be determined? The privacy will be at the same level as the paper receipts that we've all received. The same information that's on there. Uh, The main part of information that's being used is when you first go to that website, ontario.ca slash proof of vaccination, you're putting in your health information to prove who you are. But that doesn't mean that the barcode that you're generating has your health, your health card information printed into it. That first stage, you're offering a lot of information just to prove who you are, but then the barcode is mainly the information that would be on the regular vaccine receipt. So the date in which you were vaccinated, yes, that was done, that kind of thing. There's not a lot of information that will be encoded in the QR that you need to be worried about. Uh, what we've seen with QR codes, it's not easy for someone to hack that barcode to glean the information. I mean, someone's going to scan it. It's going to be whatever the information that's in there. And as I said, it's not in-depth information. The most information that you're giving is just to prove who you are to access the website. But that information is not encoded into the QR barcode itself. The QR barcode is just the same as the receipt. Okay, and I ask that because is this where we're heading? I mean, is this just another step uh, when we talk about a digital uh, passport? I mean, the vaccine passport is uh, one thing, but we know the government's been working on digitizing driver's licenses, health cards, or social uh, insurance numbers. Is this where we're going? Is this where we're heading? Yes, Uh, and the interesting thing is that you have companies like Apple that are actually making it possible that their, uh, their apps, can contain and handle that information as well. In the States already, Apple's been testing uh, an app that allows you to scan all the, your, the content for your driver's license into your iPhone and therefore use your iPhone to present your driver's license. That hasn't reached Canada yet, but it's something we're already seeing in practice happening down in the United States. Mm. So that is the direction that we're going towards. All right, Chris, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much and have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. All right, our tech expert Chris Abel with us here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.